Hello there. Thank you for joining us on David Ibiomi Podcast. We believe that a sermon you're about to hear will enlighten your mind and grant you the true salvation that can only be found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent me because of you. And until you are blessed, heaven will not rest. Wisdom for Family Progress, Part 4. I know today someone's story will change. In the precious name of Jesus. Hear this truth. A successful marriage and family cannot be left to chance. A family cannot be successful by accident. There has to be a conscious step in building. So every house is built by some men, but he that builds all things is God. You don't assume success. You work it out. And we took time to define what a family is because it is different marriages that make up the family. We say marriage can be defined as a successful combination of men and women in holy wedlock to form a God-centered home. And family can also be defined as two or more people who share common goals and values, have long-term commitment to one another. The success of every nation is dependent on the family, so we don't play with the families. It was an institution God himself was involved. And we are talking about wisdom. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. When you look at instruction from God's word and do it, that is wisdom. Wisdom is not just hearing God's word. Wisdom is hearing God's word and doing it. Don't look at somebody else. Make sure you take God's word to yourself. Because the tendency is this when we are sharing God's word. Yeah, the tendency is to look at somebody. So, okay, this one they are saying, it's not for me, it's for my wife. Accumulation of information without practice will end in deformation. Stop accumulating information that you are not putting to use. Make sure whatever you hear today, you put it to use. He said, I hear these things of mine and do with them. Not quoted them, not write them down on blue chair. Not preached them. He that hear these sayings of mine and do with them. I will liken him unto a wise man. Matthew 7 verse 24. So you are not wise if all you are doing is to just copy note. Glory to God. One, I said, desire family progress. Desire it. If you don't desire it, you can't deserve it. Two, comply with the demands of scriptures. Three, I went further to say that be committed. Be what? Committed. Four, I said, truth and trust. Truth and what? Truth and trust. And five, be a communicator. Be a, if you want your family to be successful, learn how to communicate. Many people don't know how to communicate. They think they are communicating. Six, avoid fighting correction. Avoid fighting what? Number seven, lack of sexual intimacy and body maintenance. Eight, managing family finance. Managing family what? Nine, ways on how to deal with your house helps or your domestic servants with wisdom. At a certain point in your marriage, it may be necessary to obtain a helping hand to enable the husband and the wife to be free to do other important things, maybe concentrating the secular work, attending other functions. God may bless you to the point you need some people to live with you. But nevertheless, you must know how to deal with them so that you live in peace and not run into trouble as a family. I've lived with the people since we got married. I've lived with not less than 70-something. We, we have lived, not I. So when something young men, excluding women, 80% of them were not graduates. From my house, they became graduates. Our house has always been a hostel. I've never lived alone. 
There was a time we had to do something in the family house. And everybody eat from the same food I eat. But you must know how to live with people. You must know how to live with people so that you know how to create boundaries so you don't have problems. Am I coming to go with you? Shout hallelujah. Now, nine ways on how to deal with your house helps all your domestic work. Servants, I say with wisdom. With what? A. You must be nice and very hospitable to them. Treat them the way you would treat those connected to you by blood. Treat them the way you treat those connected to you by what? By blood. I'm not preaching to you here. All my domestic staff, all, all of them, I gave them cars. All, even those who are cleaning my shoes. Because I give my own blood people cars. So why would I not give them cars? Nobody will stay with me who doesn't have a car. If you like, just clap hand in my house. <laughs> you have a car. I touch my own blood people cars. So why would I not touch them cars? Somebody is cooking for you and then your own brother, you can buy a car for him and then someone cooking for you, you can't buy him a car. For what? That's not Christianity. Let people not be able to differentiate between your children and your house helps or domestic servants. Deal with them nicely because your deliverance may come from them. In 2 Kings 5, 2-4, the Syrian, you know, Naaman, the deliverance came from his housemate. From where? Again, his house was who brought him in. Do you know Bill Clinton became president through a prophecy through a housemate, a Ghanaian? A Ghanaian housemate was one who told Bill Clinton, I saw you as a president of America. That was how Bill Clinton's first visit to Africa was Ghana. It was his housemate that told him that he would be a president. A Ghanaian lady, young lady, who was serving him. 2 Kings 5, 2 to 4. You all know the story of Naaman. B, don't oppress them. Don't what? Because they may avenge particularly when you leave your children in their hands. A house help. You think you're punishing for her not to bait. You use the same order to carry your children. So at the end, your children will smell like her. I don't, I, let her not bath. Let her sit there. Who will she carry? Your children. So she will smell like them. Exodus 22, 21 to 24. See, you must endeavor to train and retrain your house elves or domestic servants if they will be profitable to you and give you less stress. It was 318 trained servants of Abraham that went to rescue Lot. They were in his house. They were in his house. He trained them. 318 servants of Abraham. Genesis 14, 14 to 16. Give them secular formal education where necessary. Don't just send them to go and learn trade and craft without formal education except they specifically request for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I met a young boy in Lagos. I was in a guest house, a church guest house. This young boy came and I did something profound. I left money in my box without locking it. I did it on purpose and I left it. He came back clean everywhere. I left the money and I did it on purpose to see how honest he would be. And I left the money. This boy did not pick. I said, what kind of boy is this? And I said, how much is your salary? He said, 6,000. I said, 6,000? Don't you want to go to school? He just smiled and left. D. You must know the family and parental background of your mates, herselves, and domestic servants in case of criminal activities. Ensure that in some cases somebody stands as a guarantor, credible guarantor. In Philemon chapter 1, Philemon is one chapter, 16, 18, and 19. Now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother beloved, especially to me, this Paul testifying of Philemon, but how much more unto thee, both in the flesh and in the Lord, 18. I, Paul, if he had wronged thee, I owe thee earth. Put that in my account. I, Paul, have written it with my own hand. 
I will repay it. Habit, I do not say to thee, how that thou owest unto me, even thy own self beside. Yeah, Paul was guaranteeing Philemon. Am I communicating with you that I know him? I can stand on his behalf. Come on, sir, here. Are you getting what I'm saying? E, you must be very sensitive in choosing house helps or domestic servants. You must select them prayerfully. Must select them what? So as not to choose a witch, a wizard, or somebody with deadly habits that can ruin your home. Make sure before you choose any house help, you pray. Now, learn this habit. Do what? Never bring a domestic servant without prayers. As you want to bring the person to the house, pray before the person comes. Lord, who is this child coming? This young man coming to work with me. Who is he? Lord, if you know that he has a funny character, let this place be uncomfortable for him. So before he comes, the prayer is done. Am I talking to you? It is not in your house when he has come. You pray it before the person comes. Listen, let me digress a bit. Don't employ any staff without prayer. I don't do it before, but now I pray heavily. Before anybody walks with me, I pray. Say, if this is my cause confusion, Lord, as he comes, one week, expose him. So the first week he comes, he starts gossiping. Now this office, I don't know what he do. He said, God, I told you that this is who he is. Today, people, you don't toy with your driver, your cook, and your gatekeeper. Every robbery, every kidnapping goes around these three people. So if you employ the wrong person, you have a problem. God will not allow any wrong person around us. If there be anyone that stands in my office and I command them to put it out of your life, right now in the name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 1 verse 24, and they prayed and said, Lord, which knoweth the house of all men, show whether of these two that has what? Chosen. Acts 124. Once you sense that you have been living with the house help, with funny character, that is capable of destroying the destiny of your family and home, release the person to go immediately without sentiments, no matter how close. Am I talking to you? You know what? The moment God told Abraham to release her guy, Abraham did not waste time. He said, go. What's my first? <laughs> it's my mother's younger sister's daughter. I will like that. You are seeing the girl teaching your children some funny, funny things. You are sitting behind the house. Genesis chapter 21, 9 to 12 and 14. Releasing them to go must be done intelligently and peacefully. He knows every movement of your life. So you don't just say, go, go, go. No, that's not wisdom. You release them intelligently and peacefully. No wahala. Just say, ah, you know, at this level of your life, you need to marry. F, beware of female house helps who are matured, particularly when you know the weakness of your husband or your grown-up children. That's male, for instance, to avoid sexual molestation and sexual relationship that may lead to pregnancy. In Genesis chapter 30 and verse 12, he said, And Zebal, Leah's mate, bear Jacob a second son. Hope you heard that. It was not Jacob's plan. The man or woman must take certain precautionary steps to forestall some very subtle sexual occurrences. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hello? Jacob did not plan here to have a child, but he saw how he got it. Tell the girl to, to go, leave your family. G, let the female house help dress properly. You didn't hear what I said? There are some female house help, they will dress well when they are boss, the woman is around. Once the woman travels, she will not wear short. And they go, Daddy, Daddy, what do I serve you? That's a dangerous girl. 
while you are around, she wear one long skirt. Then once you go, she wear short. Say, Daddy, Mommy's out. What do you want to have you now? Is it beans or rice? And then she moved like that. Do you want anybody to tell you that that's a dangerous girl? You tell her in this house, no short. In this house, no transparent dress. That can be in your room. But once you're coming out of your room, dress properly. Come on, sir, here. Hedge. The female house help must not replace the wife in rendering service to the husband. I will expatiate on this. This is because service is beautiful. So as the house help continues to do it for the husband, she gradually becomes attractive to him, particularly if she's from the south side part of Nigeria, where they prepare very delicious meals and know how to take care of men. You know where I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, when she prepares food in the kitchen, madam, go and carry the food from the kitchen to the table. Don't tell her. But that she prepares food, serve your husband. Let me tell you something. Service brings intimacy. Service brings what? Even if she's cooking in the kitchen, she must not serve your husband on the table. That's wisdom. Anybody that serves, get close. I. If you notice that your wife is a lesbian, get a house help. There's an old <laughs> there's an old nanny or a young boy that is not handsome. You know that's it. If you also know that your husband is a homosexual, don't bring a young boy as a house help or servant. Get an aged nanny to be doing the domestic jobs. You know your husband. You know your wife. If you see your wife always locking door with her fellow women, you should know that, that there's something wrong. So don't bring another young girl into the house. Bring one old woman or bring one hard-looking boy that has no beauty in him. <laughs> we are saying wisdom. We are saying what? Wisdom. J, be careful as a husband not to bring a young, handsome, tall, elegant, hairy, and polished boy who has charisma to serve you, particularly when your wife is promiscuous. So that it will not be another Potiphar's wife and Joseph. If you know your wife has weakness, why look for a man who is very handsome? He has chest, he has hair. <laughs> hey. Genesis 39, verse 7. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, Joseph, lie with me. No child was very handsome. handsome. And you know your wife likes handsome people. And then you bring one handsome boy to come and serve you. <laughs> Just know that you have brought another husband for your wife. Okay. As a husband, your wife must be careful of what she wears and how she exposes her vital areas of her body before a male has help and made domestic servant because they are no wood. Woman, you should know that they are mature young men. Don't just dress anyhow. The way you dress for your husband, don't carry that same way and dress before a house help that is very muscular. Don't do that. That's wisdom. That's what? Wisdom. Don't expose such parts. Before such a young man, am I talking to you? Amen. L. Don't just barge into the room of your domestic servants or has help where the person is of the opposite sex. The person may be stuck nude, naked when you enter. This may be somewhat embarrassing to the person. For decency's sake, knock and wait to hear coming before you open the door. Let all things be done decently and in order. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. M, am I correct? Pay them their wages when due. Pay them their wages when due. Don't start deducting their wages at the end of the month. 
out of flimsy reasons. If you are to deduct any money from them, notify them early before the offense is committed. You are not a Laban. Jacob's father-in-law, Genesis 31 verse 7. And your father had deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God suffered him not to hurt me. Leviticus 19 verse 13. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night in the morning. James 5 verse 4. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fees, which is, which is of you, kept back by frog, cried, and the cries of them which have reaped and entered to the ears of the Lord of Sabbath. Shout hallelujah. Thank you for listening. Join us same time, same place for more life-transforming messages with David Ibiomi. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the link in the description box to purchase full audio messages and ebooks. God bless you. Until you are blessed, heaven will not rest.